On Ash Wednesday, one of our kindergartners came into church with wide eyes as he looked to either side of the high altar and saw what for many of our eyes is just Lenten decorations. But with the eyes of a child, he saw and he stared. Miss Morris, he said to his teacher, it's the crown of thorns. He kept staring and the gears were turning and he had a follow-up question. Why did he keep that on? Every year, on the first Sunday of Lent, a couple days after Ash Wednesday, we get to hear of Jesus' temptation in the desert. Last year we heard Matthew's account, next year it'll be Luke's. And those two are very similar, getting into all the details of the specifics of the temptations. But this year we hear the truncated Gospel of Mark. He comes with a very unique perspective. He doesn't get into the specifics of the physical, psychological, or spiritual temptations. He, like a kindergartner, short and sweet. But I propose that he gives us, in doing so, a chance to be like kindergartners, noticing what's happening and then asking why. Jesus endures the 40 days of loneliness, of a lack of comforts, inspiring the sacrifices that we take on ourselves during these Lenten days. But Mark is a master of efficiency. He doesn't waste words. In just a, a few sentences, he takes us all the way back to Genesis. Yes, to Noah, as we heard in our first reading, but also to Adam in the garden. How so? Well, he first says that Jesus is surrounded by wild beasts. You can't hear today's first reading and not see the comparison. Noah in his ark, surrounded by all the wild beasts. And now Jesus, like a new Noah. Peter highlights this in our second reading, coupling the two. As Noah was faithful to God, so it is that Jesus is. And as he leads his people, his family, through the storms, the flood of 40 days, so it is that Jesus, in his sacrifice, leads us, his family, to freedom through these 40 days. God is faithful, as is Noah. And the bow in the sky is that sign of fidelity. We, we know the sign that marks the fidelity of God for us. Mark mentions the wild beasts, yes, but he also gives us a treatment of the, the two points of the Christian life, body and soul, the physical and spiritual, how faith and reason come together. He's got the animals. He's got 40 calendar days, but he also has the spiritual, the angels and demons. Mark reminds us, in doing so, of the dignity of the human person, that God has made each of us in his image and likeness, body and soul, ever since the creation of Adam, who, like Jesus in the gospel, was all alone, surrounded by, again, the wild beasts. But just as 
Adam and Eve were tempted and then sinned. Jesus, not in a garden, but in the desert, is tempted but remains faithful. Both were tempted. You see, on Mark, hint at, but we can unpack with the eyes of faith. Both were tempted because of what we know of salvation history. We know of the fall of Satan and the other fallen angels. We know that God loved all of his creation. He loved the angels in a particular way, giving them, as was known to him, the ability of intellect and will. He gave them free will and allowed them to choose. And some did not choose to serve. But others, like our guardian angels and like those who ministered to Jesus, they choose to do so. And so are we. We're given that gift, that ability to, to know and to choose. Right from the beginning, it has been that way. And Mark, with just a couple of strokes of his pen, invites us all the way back to reflect on what is possible, that we can choose to do what Satan did not. We can choose to serve. With eyes wide open, we come into this Lent like a kindergartner aware of a crown of thorns. But I hope we also come like that kindergartner asking the second question. Why? Remember, why did he keep it on? I've never thought of it in all my years. Why did Jesus keep it on? What, what would you have answered if the kindergartner was next to you? <laughs> I don't know, ask Father. <laughs> Sometimes kids use. Note, I think it's worth pointing out, the, the kid that was asking these questions is was, is, was both, the kid most likely to get scolded at some point during Mass, the one who's always misbehaving, the one who's always hyperactive on things. But he, on this day, the gears were turning. And how about for us? As our gears are turning on this day, whatever the hyperactivity in our lives, why? Why did he do it? Perhaps you would have pointed to the soldiers that perhaps physically would have tried to prevent Jesus from removing it. But the kindergarten teacher had a better answer. She said to our little theologian, I think it was to show us how much Jesus loves us. That's right. The whole gift of the desert, the whole gift of the temptations, the whole gift of the cross and the crown, ultimately is to show us how much he loves us. Peter couples the two, Noah's Ark and that love of God by pointing us to the sacraments. Specifically, he mentions baptism, which is not just a, an empty ritual, but like all the sacraments, he says baptism saves us. Chris Tompkins, heading out in the back pew, is heading off to Ogdensburg with his sponsor, his grandmother today, to have the right of election. 
because he seeks what we at times can take for granted, that we were given the gift of grace, of the gift of the life of Christ in baptism so that we could be saved and please God will be all the days of our life. It's because Jesus wants to show us his love. And Mark's short gospel points us to that same answer. You see, Mark does something that Matthew and Luke in all their details does not. Mark tells us the rest of the story. After the temptation, Jesus announces, this is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is here. Repent and believe in the good news. This is the time right here. The 18th of February, Lent of 2024, right here at St. Mary's in Canton. This is the time. This is the place. His kingdom is now. He is present here with us. So we repent. We turn from sin. And we believe in the good news, the victory that is won for us. Most of us here are not kindergartners. But let us, in this Lenten day, see this Lent as a kindergartner, with eyes wide open, asking to know the why of the love of God. Let us be like kindergartners, receiving the word in all of its fullness and richness. Let us receive the sacraments, his holy body and blood poured out for us. Why? Because he loves us that much.